Back to Big Red Birdies with Lindsay Teal and Megan Whitaker on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is Lindsay Teal here on Big Red Birdies at 93.7 The Ticket. Uh, we're missing Megan today. As I mentioned earlier, she's at the U.S. Women's Am up in Seattle. Uh, so she gets an excuse this week. <laughs> but I've had uh, my sisters Haley and Lauren both on here today. Um, and we've gotten into some really good stuff. So this last segment here, we're going to be talking a little bit about par five strategies. So if you have any questions about that as we're talking, um, you can hit up the Sarder Hammond text line at 402-464-5685. Um, but we'll just get right into it. Um, yeah, there's many different ways to approach a par five, as we've all seen, um, and we do it a little bit differently. So let's kind of get into it. Lauren, Yeah, what's your take on how are you approaching a par five as you step up to the tee? Well, honestly, I, I think it sometimes depends on how you happen to be playing that day. Um, if you're really hitting it straight and you're just feeling it and you can get there in two, I would say go for it. Um, but if you, you know, if you can't get there uh, on your second shot or maybe there's uh, like some hazards around the green or something like that, and you're not going to be able to reach the green anyway. And I would say definitely, definitely lay up um, because you're still going to be coming in with a third shot anyway. And even sometimes you can hit your second shot to a distance that you like for your third. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, really, I'd say that if maybe if you're not happening to hit it too well that day, then just hit something you can control, get it down the fairway uh, for your first and second shots, and then just kind of throw up your third one somewhere on the green and get your par. <laughs> you go for par. Yeah, that's true. Good advice. <laughs> Haley? Yeah, I mean, par five is definitely my favorite uh, types of hold out, out on the golf course. Um, over the years, my strategy has changed a little bit. I'm naturally, I'm always the person that wants to go for it in two. I'm, I'm a very, I'd say aggressive player. Um, that's, I felt like how I was successful a lot in junior golf. And even in early college, when I was really striking the ball well, um, I would always try and go for it and, and gain um, a mental advantage as well as um, use my distance advantage. Mm-hmm. But then uh, once I got to college and at times would struggle with my swing or just my ball striking in general wasn't quite as good, um, it, I really kind of changed my game into where my putting and chipping got really good, but I just wasn't always hitting the ball as, as well as I would like. So then I learned, well, I just need to play to my strengths more. So on we'd play tougher courses or courses that were really difficult that had a lot of water and sand and trees and just – everything up around those greens or they, they wouldn't be so easy to go for. So then I really just tried to um, play to my strengths, which was my wedge game and, and short yeah. game at the time. Yeah. So a lot of times I would just, you know, lay up or hit a comfortable iron to about 80 or 90 yards and then really rely on my wedges to stick it close and try and make birdie that way. So I think it really just depends on how good of a ball striker you are and how confident you are in your, in your longer clubs. Yeah. yeah. There are definitely many different ways to do it, but I think that's a really good way of thinking about it is, yeah, for everybody going for it in two, you know, that always sounds like, you know, like a good move or like, oh, if you're a really good player, you know, you try and go for it in two. But uh, like if we watch the pros, that it, that's not how everybody does it. People, yeah. like you said, play to their strengths. Um, there are some out there who are so good at their wedge game that that is the distance they feel most comfortable coming in from and they yeah. can stick it inside 10 feet, you know, just as easy as someone else who may strike the ball better from longer distances and tries to get it within that, you know, off their second shot. So. I, I yeah. think you hit it right on the head. There's a lot of different ways to do yep. it. Yeah. Lindsay, I would say for you, like you, with your distance advantage, you hit it a long ways um, and you're really good with your longer clubs and your, yeah, and your fairway clubs. Opposite. So <laughs> Lindsay's like, we're always telling her, go for it in two because that's your advantage. That's where you're going to make birdie every time. And then for me, it really just kind of depends on um, how I'm hitting it that day. If I'm hitting it really well, I'm definitely going for it. Um, yeah. But if I'm not, yeah. I'm totally okay with, with uh, hitting a wedge and sticking it close to try and make birdie. Yeah. 
on the uh so let's say we do go for it in two mm-hmm. um other whether it ends up great and you birdie or it doesn't how does that affect mentally kind of the rest of your round does it affect it a certain way are you thinking about things going off the green or what are kind of some dangers with that yeah um i think that you really can't get too high or too low um i think that you should probably just stay pretty steady no matter the outcome um obviously obviously if it's a good outcome like you make birdie or something like that then allow you know a little motivation um a little bit of momentum going into your next hole and the rest of the round and that's that's very good but you don't want to get too carried away or anything um i'd say that just kind of remaining steady and keeping a good balance is good Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say for me, like having a bogey or worse on a par five is really can be yeah. detrimental to your round <laughs> and really f- extremely frustrating because par fives are, you know, where you can usually make up, you know, a shot or two or feeling confident after if you have a birdie, it's like you feel great and, and you did what you wanted to accomplish. But if you really screw up a par five or try to get too aggressive and you end up in the water or, um, you know, can't get out of a bunker or something like that. And you end up taking a bogey double or triple. It's like that, those are round killers. And yeah. then it just doesn't yeah. make uh, your next driver, your next, your next hole very fun. Cause you're have, you have a tendency to still be thinking about it. So it's, it's really important to try and just, um, stay in it mentally regardless, and then just take each shot or one shot at a time and, and refocus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea, idea too. I think sometimes, um, I've, this is a problem I've had in the past where I get up to the tee and I automatically have in my head, okay, this is supposed to be a birdie hole mm, because yeah. I've played the practice round. I was able to get to it in two in the practice round. And so automatically when I'm stepping up to the tee, I have in my head that I need to make a four or I'm not doing it right. Yeah. And that has been really detrimental for me <laughs> when I get in that mindset because yeah. then it's like, okay, well, if your drive's not perfect... And then if that second shot isn't perfect going up to the green, yep. it, then you're just in the same spot, you know, fighting for par. Um, yeah. So I've kind of tried to change that around in my mind a little bit of just making it like, okay, it's a par five. That means we're going for a five. <laughs> par golf is <laughs> the goal good. Is par. The goal is always par. Yeah. And so that's, yep. that's kind of helped me just to kind of like ease that pressure a little bit. And if I make par, great that we're still on the same, you know, the same path that we wanted to be. If you happen to make a birdie. Um, even better. Yeah, even <laughs> yeah. better. But yep. it's definitely not a given. Stepping up to a par five, which I think as we get further into golf and as we get better at golf and just become, you know, more well-versed in the game, it's really easy to slip into that mindset of it's a par five, but I expect to make a four. Yeah. yeah. So, Expectation yeah. management is huge. And then I think especially just what I've learned over the years is just because you do something in the practice round or it's a perfect day or perfect conditions in the practice round doesn't mm-hmm. mean that you have to do the same thing on, on the day of the tournament because you might be the, the wind might switch or the weather might yeah. be rainy or um, the conditions could be totally different. And so that really affects sometimes your strategy of whether you go for, go for it in two on a par five or not, yeah. um, or whether you try and play it safe. True. Yeah. And then I also want to ask, like, since we're talking a little bit about mentally too here, say you hypothetically do blow up a par five, you (laughs) bogey or double bogey it. How do you guys normally try to pick yourselves up going into the next round, trying to like handle expectations, understanding that that was my best hole? Yeah. Try not to dive into your head too much. Yeah. Uh, I think it's just really important after, you know, you do maybe blow up a hole, uh, just to kind of like reset, uh, take a breath and just find your swing again, calm your thoughts down. Uh, just kind of go back to the basics and focus on what you know how to do and the swing that you've been swinging. Yeah. I think for me too, um, you know, it's frustrating. It's good to actually recognize those thoughts or those emotions. Um, but then, you know, 
once it's over with, once you give yourself, you know, 30 seconds or a minute or however long, you know, you just get out of that, you try and forget it. And then you just pull a club out of your bag on the next tee box that you feel very comfortable with that you can hit in the fairway, maybe take an extra practice swing, um, something to just, you know, get your mind back on a good track and then just focus on each shot one at a time because you never know what could happen in a round of golf. I mean, you could string off like two or three birdies in a row the next several holes and you don't want to have negative mental thought or uh, negative thoughts affecting that. So Mm -hmm, just mm kind of being a steady or even keel um, and then just really trying to move forward and move past that, that bad hole is, is kind of how I try and uh, refocus. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, thanks a bunch, you guys, for being on here today. Again, this is my sisters, Lauren Teal and Haley Teal. Uh, we had a blast having them on yeah. the show today. <laughs> thanks um, so much, yes, Lindsay. Thanks yeah, for having we'll us. We'll be back next week awesome. um, again with Megan. Again, this is Lindsay Teal, and next week will be Megan Whitaker on Big Red Birdies here at 93.7 The Ticket. Thanks again.